Today's episode is brought to you by Colorista's Closet. Guys, there is a super cute online shop called Colorista's Closet. I just found, I heard about it in a Facebook group. Does that surprise anybody? Probably shouldn't. You know me. You know me in my Facebook groups. But I just found it. It's called Colorista's Closet. And it's a very cute, trendy clothing boutique online. And I want to buy everything. I want to buy it all. I specifically have my eye on the Just Right two-piece set for an upcoming girls trip and the Paisley jumpsuit for, you know, like a birthday dinner, girls night out ensemble. It would look super cute. And I recently just came back from an overnight camp with uh, teenagers. That sounds weird. It was like a church camp situation. Anyway, um, they were all wearing things that looked just like the SE two-tone long sleeve shirt. And I think I need that one too so I can stay hip and trendy hip and trendy with today's youths. So if you're also looking for some cute new things to add to your fall wardrobe, I would definitely go check out Colorista's Closet and you can use my code WANNACHAT for 10% off. Again, that's code WANNACHAT for 10% off of your whole purchase at Colorista's Closet. And that is C-O-L-O-R-I-S-T-A-S closet.com. Hello everybody and welcome to today's episode of the I Just Wanna Chat podcast. I'm Mary and guys, we're all in for a treat. We're all in for a treat because today Emily Susan Kim came and joined us to talk about everything that happened in the pop culture world last week. And by everything, I mean the only thing that matters, the Adam Driver Burberry ad. We talked all about it. We compared and contrasted it to other male perfume cologne ads from the past because, you know, what else is a woman to do but to compare male perfume commercials but we talked about that we had a fall movie preview where we talked about everything that we're excited to see this upcoming fall what everybody should have on their radar we talked a little bit about a smurge smallish mode if you know what i mean we talked a little bit about her and her love story blog post that she shared this last week and then we at the end we meaning me emily dropped off for this point but i talked about my trip to disneyland last week and i promise you that it's not as lame as i just made it sound it's not like a trip diary, but it's, you know, just some Disneyland observations that we're all going to chuckle at even just a little bit. So stay tuned to be a good one. All right, everybody, we are in for a treat. I'm here with Emily Susan Kim. Is it Emily Susan Kim? Is that like your full yeah, that's, name? Yeah, that's my full name. I mean, why did I choose to go by my full name on all my social media accounts? I don't know. I just chose that when I got married 10 years ago and I've stuck with it. But just just call me Emily. I don't need to call you Emily Susan Kim. <laughs> no, when I'm famous one day, I will request the three name full name every time. But so far, just Emily's fine. You're going to be amongst the Neil Patrick Harris's Harris's yeah. of the world. And that's, that's always Helena Bonham Carter. Yes. Emily Susan and, Kim. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You're, uh, you're among greats. Congrats. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> doesn't get better than Neil Patrick Harris. Um, it really does. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Yes. Of I course. have known Emily in two different ways. That, that sounds gross. I've known her. <laughs> we, we were actually next door neighbors at a point, but we didn't know about it until yes. years later on the internet. So I did know her as a next door neighbor, kind of like, I was always afraid that my kid was waking her up. So right. 
I was constantly concerned about that, but that's as far as I knew her. Yeah. My memory is you felt bad and you brought us a gift card for ice cream. And then I felt bad that you felt bad. And then I saw your clothes and I, you were wearing a romper and this was like in the early days of the return of the romper. And I just knew that you were cool. And I regret not initiating more contact than that. It's, it's okay. I, I'm assuming that 2016 new mom, new mom, Mary wasn't a good hang. So I'm glad that we're meeting each other on the internet instead. Um, And I think it's now the appropriate time for me to officially announce that that gift card that I gave you was a re-gift. Like somebody had (laughs) given me that uh, Cold Stone gift card. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a twist on live air. (laughs) I, I didn't go to the store and go get you a gift card because I felt bad. I, mean, that, I did. I mean, I still gave me, it to you. Yeah. That does actually but. make me feel a little bit better. Cause I felt bad. Like, no, she does not need to give me this gift card because she has a baby. So this actually is good. I'm, I'm glad. And I remember now like this memory, like memory unlocked time. This is so boring mm. for anybody else who's listening. I'm sorry, everybody, but you gave me like flowers or something. Do you remember yes, that? I do remember and that. I couldn't, imagine anybody ever like buying me flowers so I like think I came up with this whole scenario to Alex I'm like I wonder if she just works at BYU floral and she like <laughs> had like extra flowers at the end of the day so she gave them to us and Alex is like Mary I think you're thinking a little bit too into this sometimes people are nice anyway but then years later met her on the internet and she's a yep. gem and she's one of the most hilarious people in our Facebook group oh goodness small small plug for the I just want to chat Facebook group it's and a great she plug. And she announced one of her babies with a full-on themed Twilight birth announcement or pregnancy yeah, announcement. pregnancy announcement. We, we kept the pregnancy a secret longer than typical so that I could announce it on Halloween as- Oh, well, it was Halloween. Yeah. It was That's- for Halloween. Yep. So it was, my husband was Edward and then I was pregnant Bella. So that means like dying near the cusp of death yucky Bella Mm -hmm. and then our toddler was Jacob as a wolf and it's the best thing I've ever done in my life I will definitely share the picture of that on tomorrow's uh, show notes on our Instagram story or you can go follow her on all of her social medias and go find it for yourself just kidding I don't know if you're like trying to acquire randos on the internet but I mean aren't we all I I'm (laughs) I just mentally like don't understand the people that have private accounts. Like, I mean, I do, I get it, but also every time I've tried to do it, I've lasted for like two days. Same. And I just, how are you entering giveaways? How are you trying to win, you know, Hawaii vacations? If you're on a private account, I don't see the pros. The bucket list family would never select me if they can't see (laughs) um, how like Instagram ready my family is. And if my family account is private, then they'll never know. They'll never know. And then the bucket list family won't pre-select me in their scam giveaways. Anyway, Absolutely. we have a lot to talk about. And by a yeah. lot, I mean really three topics, but there's still a lot to say. There's a lot to say in them. Um, but over the weekend, something happened. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I was away. I was at Disneyland and I did see little things happening on Twitter where everybody was talking about Adam and Driver. And I knew that something was happening. <laughs> Did not and anticipate. Did not. He wasn't, he wasn't pregnant. It was something better. Yes, it's definitely better than an Adam Driver 
personal pregnancy. <laughs> he, I'm sure everybody at this point has seen the Burberry ad. And now we just need to talk about it. I need to know how this came about. Does he have production credits on this? Emily, carry the show for just oh. one minute. I'm just going to Google the... Gosh, that is a great question. Does he have production credit is a great question because you know what? My first question was when I watched this is maybe you've seen on TikTok lately. It's like the trend of I'm a female doing something, something written by a male. Have you seen Mm -hmm. that trend where it's like, I'm a female rolling out of bed in the morning and it's all glamorized because it's like a male director's point of view. And it got me thinking, hmm, do you think this production was male or female driven? See, I think I think Adam Driver himself put it together. Like in my mind, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that it was him. He did it Mm -hmm. because there was no like love interest. I mean, maybe he just said like Mm. straight up, like I'm married. I'm not going to do like the Robert Pattinson style. We'll get to it in a second. We're not going to do like the Robert Pattinson style, like elevator makeout with Camille Right. Good point. Good point. How did it become? I'm going to race a horse. Mm. I want to be shirtless. I want FKA twigs on in the background. And my thought is that he sees himself as a horse. I when did I think of him, you think of like his main qualities physically. He's got a broad chest. He has a long face. Is Adam Driver a horse is really the question we ask ourselves. Well, I think that we were especially asking ourselves that after you know, based on the morphing at the end. <laughs> yes. When he really did become one with the horse. Yes. And mm-hmm. it's true. Adam Driver is a muscle. And I mean, it's the question all this time. Is Adam Driver hot? The answer is yes. Anybody that's seen Girls can attest. Have you watched right. Girls? I have not watched it. I say this every single time we bring him up and everyone just feel free to mute me for 30 seconds. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. It's one of the best shows of our, of all time. When it's bad, it's really, really bad. But when it's good, it's, it's prime. It is very good. Mm, You have convinced me. Adam Driver in it. I, I go into these modes where I get slightly obsessed with celebrities. Sometimes they last for 20 years, i.e. Leonardo DiCaprio and me. Right. Sometimes they last for eight years, i.e. Robert Pattinson and I. Sometimes it's five years, Alexander Skarsgård and I, or three years. How mm. long How long has Alexander Skarsgård been, been in my life? I can't remember. Mm. But I, I watch something, and then I latch on, and then I watch literally everything that they've been in. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I got into this Adam Driver phase because of girls, and I was like, okay, I'm going to watch every single thing he's been in. And he has been in some disturbing crap. Has he really? He has been in like multiple movies where like baby starvation is like the plot. No. Yeah. Like he has this, he has this one called hungry hearts where like his, they have a baby and, and it's like supposed to be like artsy, whatever, but like he has a baby with this woman and the woman is like so obsessed with like organic stuff where she's like too afraid to feed her baby food. So she's just like starving the baby so he's like no. trying to like save the starving baby and then like somebody gets murdered. It's but that's like the oh second God. movie where like starving babies is like the premise. So he's done a lot nice. of weird stuff. 
Okay. I think we're a perfect dynamic for this conversation because I fall on the opposite end of the spectrum. I have seen him only in the Star Wars. Okay. Just not even like the newer one. This proves how little I know. Just just that first one he was in. That's it. That's um, And nothing else. And, and the Burberry ad. That's where I'm at. So, I... So then where do you fall on the is Adam Driver hot spectrum? I I fall in the side of he is hot, but like in a way that I'm confused. I'm my my body isn't totally sure about it, but I think it's a yes in a weird way. I definitely agree. I think if I removed girls from the equation and the Burberry ad, but also like my body's confused about the Burberry ad. Right. I'm not I'm not exactly sure what I'm supposed to think the the horse throws it off the horse throws it off yes but definitely hot gets less hot when he's starving babies yes there's a spectrum there and that's those are the two ends um for me the thing about the ad is is the intro running sequence that's really like you know click that's all I needed Yes. Um, once he's in the water, I, I, I can I can tune that out. The the centaur part at the end is the most baffling. But if I could just have the running sequence, I'm I am sold that he is a hot man. He does look like he should be in the Olympics. Yes. Like and his- I was thinking about the timing of this ad being out during the Olympics. I wonder if they're playing it on TV. Is this the kind of thing that they could play on TV? Can they play it on TV? I have no clue without people being like outraged because it's not like overtly sexual right it's not any more sexual like the, than other commercials but like the undertones are there and then yeah then on top of it then you're introducing a horse to the situation what if they put it like on during like the equestrian portion i mean of the kind of you've got it for the sprinting the the aquatic sports the equestrian sports, maybe this was actually really deliberate. This is a brand synergy moment for the Olympics. Yes. Adam Driver, horses everywhere, and Burberry. I'm really proud of them. But now it begs a question. And it, it prompts me giving you all a stern talking to, including Emily. I ran a yes. poll on our Facebook or on our something, on our Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. At least once a week. The Robert Pattinson Dior ad pops up on my recommended watch on YouTube. And at least once a week, I sit down and I watch the entire thing. And I've watched it on my phone. I've watched it on my computer. I've watched it on my broken TV downstairs that has like a big like line going through it because my son threw a troll doll on it, like at the TV. So now it's all like pixelated. But I've watched the ad on there. It holds up every single time. And this has happened for the last year, probably. It's always in my recommended videos. I always stop to watch it. It's like the Tom Holland umbrella dance. Like whenever you see that come across like your timeline, you just need to like drop everything and watch. It's the law. Right. I ran the poll and people prefer the Burberry ad. Really? Like 70% of people voted for the Burberry ad. And then 20 something percent of people preferred the Robert Pattinson. And I'm just saying, when I'm saying pick one or the other, I'm saying one gets yeah. to exist. The other one doesn't get to exist. And my thought is that 
if there is a sexy undertone to both commercials, I think that the fact that the Robert Pattinson one has a female lead in it makes me as the viewer be like, he's taken. Whereas Adam being paired with the horse, it begs the question of, could I see myself inserting myself into this ad? There like, is no female lead. It's up, it's up for grabs. It's for me. I mean, the idea of racing Adam Driver or doing anything like any kind of physical feat next to Adam Driver in his presence, me trying to run at like 0.2 miles an hour is mortifying. <laughs> and I don't want anything to do with that. And I've you always know, I wondered. Bet it was. I bet it was that they're like, okay, we only know for sure we want him to run at full speed. And they looked everywhere. They looked at every Olympian to be paired as his female. Sakari was booked and busy. He was booked. They were busy. So they're like, what's bet? What's the next best thing? It's a horse. That's probably how it went down. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't know who the woman is in the Robert Pattinson ad. In the other ad where they're like making out in the elevator, that's Camille Rowe, which again, I've made a PowerPoint about. She's wrapped up in the whole Harry Styles, Alexander Skarsgård love triangle thing. She's mm. a big player, but she's also made out in an elevator with Robert Pattinson. We're now, not talking about that one. I'm feeling a little ignorant here because I did not know it was multiple women. I no, guess there's two I Dior ads. Oh, there's one where it's like these two strangers walk into an elevator and these strangers are like Robert Pattinson and Camille Rowe walk okay. into an elevator. They look at each other. They just start making out and then the elevator stops and then like, then they're not making out. Then they just like walk out of the elevator. Then you're supposed to buy perfume. That's how that one goes. I see. But the one in question, that one, if I never had to see that one again, I would survive. Okay. That's the one I have not seen. I've only seen the one from your Instagram poll. The one in the Instagram poll. I don't know if it's supposed to be corny. Like, I don't know if it's supposed to be like making fun of other perfume ads. Cause he's like walking down the street and like protecting the girl behind him and like doing all yeah. this, like, like kitschy stuff. Yes. But whatever it is. I prefer it. And everybody else is wrong. Everyone else that voted 77% of the people that voted and said that they would prefer the, the Adam driver ad. This is Robert Pattinson Dior ad erasure. I'm not going to stand for it any longer. <laughs> and the fact that he didn't even enter the conversation really anywhere on the internet not, not to like speak too highly of myself, but before I like, until I brought him up, I don't think that there was one account on the internet saying, which do you prefer? Yes, this is a great Adam Driver Burberry ad, but does it hold a candle to this other one? The answer is no. I was the only person to beg that question. And I think it's because people are afraid of the truth. You are brave. Or blinded by Adam Driver as an anamorph. I mean, to be honest, when I'm considering that I do believe the Adam Driver ad is better, the only thing that knocks it down a few points is my confusion about the closing sequence, the blurred centaur. What is that? And that that? really leads me to believe that it was an Adam Driver production. (laughs) Good point. That's because he's (laughs) such a weird dude. Um, one of my, this is, this is a, I have a big tangent. So you finish your thought. Then I have a big Adam driver related tangent. I have no thoughts. Only Dior ad. Please continue. Perfect. Okay. It's still related to the ad. Um, so do you remember when the, I I think of the world in terms of 
TikTok trends right yes. now, obviously. Remember when there was the, if I had a nickel for every time, blah, blah, blah. And then I'd have two nickels. I know it's not a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice, right? Do you yes. remember that one? Okay. So I have here in my notes, <clears throat> if I had a nickel for every time, my answer is pale male, pale male actors with dark hair who are not classically handsome, who have starred in fantasy hit movie series and posed nude with horses with erotic undertones, also centaurs. There, this has happened twice. Do you know what I'm referring to? Are you talking about the Daniel Radcliffe uh, yes. Broadway play where he's naked? Yes. That was the f- one of the very first things that popped in my head to, to knock down this ad a few points because I don't have a positive memory of that Daniel Radcliffe era, but you cannot deny there is such a strong overlap. It is very odd that it's happened twice at this point. Yes. And I, I don't know if it should happen again. Um but it's I, happening. I would be fine if hot people everywhere stayed away from turning themselves into horses or being naked next to horses in the media that I that I consume. People are, people are free to do whatever they want in their private lives. But if it's media that I have to consume, I'd rather have anybody next to a horse be clothed. <laughs> and... The impressive thing here is that I showed the the ad to my husband, who is is truly out of out of the pop culture loop entirely. And his first first words out of his mouth was Daniel Radcliffe naked on a horse. He made that connection like snap. So it's undeniable and it's a little alarming. I mean, I got to admit, I'm a little sad that I have to now think about the Daniel Radcliffe thing. I... (laughs) I mean, I'm really quirky and, uh, you know, different, but I haven't seen the Harry Potter movies. Like I've seen the first one. Oh, and, and went no further. Wow. I know. I'm you know really, what? in some ways I'm not like the other you are, girls. You, <laughs> in some ways you are pure because Daniel Radcliffe in the first Harry Potter is, is sweet. He's a sweet little baby. And that's the way I always, I always want to remember him. I don't need the nitty gritty Harry Potter. And I don't need Daniel Radcliffe naked on a horse. So maybe you're for the better here. I saw this tweet once that will always like be burned into my brain. And it said, guys, imagine if Daniel Radcliffe was hot. Like imagine if he was like the star of like one of the biggest franchises of all time, if he was Harry Potter, but he also just happened to be like very attractive. Imagine yeah. the power, imagine like what power. he'd be able to do. Like not that he has to work another day in his life, you know, and he yeah. pops up in little things like here and there, but imagine yeah. if on top of it all, <laughs> he was a, you know what, what you're describing is Emma Watson. She's, she's got it all. Yeah. Isn't she like with, she's like in some world leadership position. Do you know what I'm talking about? I've heard her many times talk about feminism. Yes. So is that what we're talking about? The feminism? I think, like, I was going to say UNICEF. Is it UNICEF? It could be. I, I mean, like, Selena Gomez is in UNICEF. The Jonas she's Brothers' doing, little brother good. was a UNICEF oh. guy. Back well, in the day. Then, it's the, then it's the place to be. Frankie. Anyway, well, whatever it is, she's got the star power because she was Hermione and she, was, and she is hot. Um, 
And what is a what's a Ron doing? Even less. Even was in the Ed Sheeran video, and then was that it? Yes, I think he has a baby, so that's cool. Well, that's great. Daniel Radcliffe, he was dating this woman who was always on this like Bachelor recap podcast that I used to listen to. Oh. Like his girlfriend was also like a minor character on Marvelous Miss Maisel or something. Uh huh. But she was always on this Bachelor recap podcast, like at least like twice a season. And she would like slyly like refer to like her boyfriend, her boyfriend. But then the co hosts would sometimes like go back and be like, of course, your boyfriend or something. And I'm like, who is she dating? So then I would like go search and I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> she's dating him. Okay, then maybe she does have a little bit of insight. Okay, maybe oh, a little that's, bit. That's funny. That's yeah, that is not in the the pop culture eye is yeah. Daniel Radcliffe and his and his lovers. And I'm just gonna say if he was, I mean, maybe it's rude. It's not rude, it's the truth. But like if he was attractive, he probably wouldn't be dating a bachelor podcast <laughs> podcast guest host. Like that's probably not. Where, where his right. future would leave, lead him. Anyway. And, that's, and that's why I think it really comes down to this Adam Driver ad is what Daniel Radcliffe probably wishes he was. I, I don't think that Daniel Radcliffe has any endorsements that I know of. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's endorsed by anybody. Anyway, this yep. has now been a boom-roasted Daniel Radcliffe. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Daniel. It's- I'm, I hope you're happy. I'm sorry that I pick your uh, Robert Pattinson uh, castmate, your Harry yeah. Potter castmate over you. Oh, gosh. Isn't that always so fun? Anytime you're making a Venn diagram, you can overlap Robert Pattinson with Daniel Radcliffe because of the fourth Harry Potter film. I love that. I'm it's like, always oh, making Venn diagrams about Robert it. Pattinson and Daniel oh, Radcliffe. Good. And every single time I'm always able to make them cross. And I'm like, this is you're so just- great you're it's so perfect this is a side note this is a tangent i don't know if anybody else but me follows the robert pattinson sookie waterhouse relationship yeah it's very puzzling to me like in so many ways i mean like sookie waterhouse in general is just puzzling to me i'm like what is she wielding i mean she's beautiful but like she has made so many men fall to their knees she had bradley cooper reading lolita to her like when she was 21 in like the middle of a public park she was right. part of the Alexander Skarsgård, uh, Harry Styles, Love, Pentagon. Um, she's dated so many people. And now she's Is been she with model. Is she's, that- she's a model. She like wants to be a singer, wants to be an actress. She's been in a few random movies. She like really wants to be like a Cara Delevingne. Ah, uh, Okay. Yes, I see. I see it. And of course, she's like very beautiful. And I'm sure she's, she's a great girl. And it sucks because her tweets are funny. So I'm like, dang it, this girl's funny too. I hate this. But every now and again, she does does like a lot of very puzzling things. She has an OnlyFans account for people to go watch her work out. And I'm like, you're dating Robert Pattinson. You don't need to have an OnlyFans. You don't need affirmation in that way. Nope. I'm assuming you don't need the money. Nope. Any. I mean, I'm not shaming sex work. I'm not shaming OnlyFans, not shaming any of that. It's just, it's a puzzling move. And she's always trying to bring up, like she's always trying to make music 
and then it gets released and then it gets critically panned and then she takes it off of everything. She takes it off of Spotify and she's like, that wasn't ready to come out. This wasn't the direction I wanted to go in. Have you listened to it? Yeah. And it's all just like not. Compare it to like Kim Kardashian jam. Turn it. Oh no. Uh Oh, if if I must compare. If I must. And then she'll also like really go on these big Twitter tirades and then delete it all about like people being mean to her, like referring to her as Robert Pattinson's girlfriend. If anybody in the press ever does that, she gets really mad. And I Mm. guess on the Gossip Girl reboot, Mm -hmm. there was a line where it was like, like, this is a couple that you don't care about. It's like, that guy's Robert Pattinson and then you're Sookie, whoever you are or something. And like, they pretend like they don't know her last name. And she Mm. like lost her mind on Twitter. Like misogyny is alive and well. We thought that feminism feminism had come so far, but it hasn't. Like blah 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 blah. Anyway, interesting. You know the thing that I can't overlook. The, my first thought when I this is the conversation is I think she has the most fascinating name, first and last. Yes. When when I hear it, I think, what cartoon are we talking about? This it, is not a real person. It throws me off because I don't know if you've ever watched True Blood. No. As much as I say, like, I don't like fantasy stuff. Like, I don't like vampires. I just happen to like Twilight. I also really happen to love True Blood. Like, it's a really fun, like, campy show. But again, like, it was good for a couple seasons and then horrible. The main character on that show, her name is Sookie Sack... Sookie Sackhouse? Sookie Stackhouse? That's really And then then this girl's Sookie Waterhouse. And I feel like she came up at the same time as True Blood. She should have changed her name. Shoot. And my thought goes to Avatar The Last Airbender. Did you ever watch that? No. Um, the the main, not the main, one of like the sidekicks to the the bad girl is named Suki. Um she's is it like short kind of, for something. Is Suki short for something, or is that what people are out here naming their children? Let's assume for a second that Suki is short for something and she suki waterhouse is a white girl what could it be short for because suki susan maybe it's like her middle name begins with a k-i she's like susan kathleen and she's like okay this sucks i need to be edgy or i love avatar okay suki is her middle name i just looked it up alice suki waterhouse Alice. Yep, it's okay. Anyway, long Solved story it. short, couldn't imagine being mad about anything if I was living in the same house as, house as Robert Pattinson eating his Absolutely. disgusting pasta. <laughs> Could not. Did you ever see that GQ article? He no. like he like wants to make this like I'm only explaining it because it sounded like I was being nasty for a second, but <laughs> <laughs> he like wants to make this like chain restaurant of like this like microwavable pasta. It's disgusting. Anyway, oh, that brings us to the next topic I want to talk about because we've driven this one to the ground. Um, mm-hmm. Fall movie preview. Yeah. I recently asked on Instagram, I'm really plugging it today. Uh, if anybody else was going to get an AMC Stubbs account this next upcoming year or like what this is fall. That? Okay. So it's kind of like movie pass, but it's only for AMC. But like uh-huh. if you get it for $19.99 a month, this is a plug. Just kidding. But <laughs> For $19.99 a month, you can go see three movies a week. And a you week? get 
you get one free popcorn and one large drink a month. And then if oh, you're an yeah. AMC shareholder like me and a bunch of other Reddit bros, there you um, go. You also get another free popcorn. Wow. Yeah. My goodness. So it's this like you a can't afford example of things where I feel like I just don't understand how money works a lot of the time. Someone just described to me there's a deal at the gas station where you can pay $6 a month and get a free large soda every day. And I just, when I try to do math in my head for this soda deal or this movie theater deal, I just, what, what is money? Why do things cost what they cost? I don't get it. I know, like, I'm assuming back in the day, I used to work for a water park, a very problematic water park in the, uh, in the Utah (laughs) County area. (laughs) Yep. And I was over all their customer service and like marketing stuff. So it was very fun for me dealing with all the Utah moms. But they had this like annual pass that they would sell for like 15 bucks a year. And you got into the water park for free every single day and all these other attractions. And it was like 15 bucks a month or 15 bucks a year. I remember this. And still Utah moms would be like, I saw this for two nickels once. Like you needed to sell it to me cheaper. But anyway, but the theory was always like, if we just get them in the park, then they're going to. They're going to buy concessions like the park is going to be open no matter what. And we have to have employees there no matter what. But if they're in there, then they're going to have to buy concessions. They're going to have to buy tubes and parking. So if we could get them in the door and think that they're getting a deal, then they'll buy all this other crap. And that's how we'll make money. So maybe that's like the AMC thing. But if they're also giving me free popcorn once a month. That's wild. Now, the the water park, though, wasn't it always crazy crowded for that reason? Wasn't Very- it just like over the top? It was very crazy crowded normally, but there were also times where like we were begging people to come. Mm. It was a chaotic time in my life. Yeah, that's um, water parks are a whole other a whole other can of beans. But the the movie theater thing, I can see the the incentive. That's a lot of movie watching. But I think that I need it because there's so many dang movies coming up this fall because everything got pushed last year. Right. And now all of these movies, they all want awards. So they're all coming out from like basically August to December. There's something. Yeah. So what's on your most, most eager to watch list? I, I made a quick list. So this week we were blessed with the house of Gucci trailer. Right. Adam, you, back to Adam, back to Adam. All, <laughs> all roads lead back to Adam. How do you feel about the house of Gucci trailer? Okay, I'm going to say again, I think we're the perfect dynamic to talk about this because I watched the trailer with no background information. I watched it. It ended. And I said, what what is this about? I am so confused. So can you tell me, please, what this movie is about? Okay, here's the deal. I'm not a great person to ask because I know that it's a real story. And at some point last year, when the news was about was coming out about the story, I decided to turn off my brain and say, you know what? I know this really happened. I'm gonna pretend like I don't know anything about it. And I'm mm. gonna go in blind. I'm gonna go Ooh, in blind. Nice. Even okay. though the last time I did that for the Queen's Gambit, it really bit me in the butt because I thought that the Queen's Gambit was a true story the whole entire time. So like right when it ended, oh, no. I was like, I can't wait to go research and like see what happened to this woman. And then I was no. like, literally, it was the biggest drop in um, like serotonin <laughs> that I've had in a very long time. 
That's that is like not I know that there was a murder. I'm pretty sure that Lady Gaga's character was the murderer. It yeah, murdered yeah. somebody. Mm-hmm. Don't know who it was. Don't know. I'm assuming it was a Jared Leto character because they made him so ugly. So I'm assuming right. that's so going to be, be this like unlikable character, probably the one played by Jared Leto. So how okay when you watch this trailer, how old do you think Lady Gaga's character is in the movie? In the, I don't I don't have the answer. I'm genuinely wondering. I have questions about that too because I was wondering, and she looked like mid thirties or something. Mm-hmm. But then I saw the video, and I mean, this wouldn't be the first time that Hollywood has done this, but. When I saw this TikTok comparing the woman's real accent. I watched that too. To Lady Gaga's accent, because a lot of people were being like, this isn't Italian, this is Russian. Like, what is she doing? It, she kind of nailed it when yeah. you compare it to that lady. That lady yeah. is like in her 60s or something, right? Yeah, at least that's what I think. But now I'm all sorts of confused. I don't know. Is everyone 30? Is everyone 60? Are we 45? It and- could be any to me. And also, like, if they're newlyweds, mm. probably younger. Yes, good point. And you know what? I think what's throwing me off is just her hair. Yeah. Her hair, because it's, we're talking, you know, a different decade. And so I'm associating the hair with older people, but it's really just an older decade. I don't even I know when this right. happened. When did this happen? <laughs> Based on their clothing, I'm going to take a wild guess and say the early 70s. Okay, I almost said like the 90s. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what to Google to find out the answer. But watch out, it's a risky Google because you might get spoiled. Uh, oh, that's a good house of Gucci year take place. Question mark. You're really nice for adding punctuation on your Googles because <laughs> I don't do that. It's my oh, biggest pet peeve. <gasps> What? You're right. It's 1995. The year of my birth. Oh my gosh. Um, that's wow. Good job. The year of my birth. I'm very excited. I, um, quick side note tangent. I love watching the YouTube autocomplete interviews on like the wired autocomplete interviews on YouTube. Same. But I get so pissed off every time when the celebrities are like, there's no punctuation on this. Does nobody know punctuation? I'm like, yeah, nobody punctuates their Google, their Googles, except for Emily, Susan, Kim, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, very excited for the house of Gucci. Adam Driver looks very attractive. There's, there's that one picture of him in the sweater, the wintry look. I'm I really into that wintry look. I want to see, I want to see that next to a horse. Put that oh next my to a gosh. horse. Yeah, well, let's uh, go. Let's add more clothes to yourself and the horse. Horse can have a sweater too. That's fine. Yeah, that's a good for sure. And this is actually going to be an Adam Driver heavy fall because we have the last duel between him and Matt Damon, and it's like the first time that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck have like written something together since Goodwill Hunting. Oh, I did not know. So this. they wrote this movie. It seems very weird. Yeah, I'm seems, looking at pictures of it. Seems pretty violent. They okay, really this, made all of them you know look what? very this is ugly. A different, this is a different decade as well. I can tell you that. It's definitely in medieval times. <laughs> we jumped back a few decades. It could be the so 1800s or it could be the 1200s. <laughs> Don't ask me. Couldn't tell you when. Um, and then he's also in Annette, the musical with Marianne Cotillard. Oh my goodness. I've heard very scandalous things about what Adam Driver is up to in this musical. So 
I'm excited to see him because the song, like they released one of the songs on Spotify and it's very funny uh-huh. to listen to. Like listening Ooh, to him okay. sing is very funny. And wow. I don't think it's supposed to be. But anyway, oh, he's no. in net. I'm just looking at film stills of everything you're saying. And it's nice to see that they're giving him long hair consistently in all of his roles. Yes. It's nice. And when did he, I mean, I know that we had the COVID year, but does he have a clone? How is he, he filming? Oh, great question. Three movies consecutively. You know what? I bet that's why he has to have the long hair in all of his movies because he's and, filming simultaneously. Which one is the long hair probably for? House of Gucci? I feel like his hair looks the shortest in that one. But, I mean, wigs exist, so I guess I shouldn't assume any of this. After Kristen Stewart and Eclipse, I don't want the movie world to think that wigs exist. Or in Dear Evan Hansen, which again, good transition, Mary. Good job at your job. Excellent. Dear Evan Hansen is coming out in September. I was supposed to see it a month ago. Yeah, what happened to that? So they like gave out 200 more tickets than they were supposed to. Like I go there with my friends, I'm standing in line. And then they were just trying to pick out people who were 24 and younger. They really wanted like teens. And I should have just said I was 24. You should have. Like a liar. Like I'm 26. I probably, they asked if I was 24. So I should have just said yes. But anyway, no, they filled up and then they sent everybody home. And it was very annoying. And I was hoping to see like the raw, like rough cut of Dear Evan Hansen because I, this was like a audience focus group thing of it. Kind of like. That's the kind of thing you always hear about, like in IMDb trivia, like there was an extra scene, but in, you know, audience tests, it didn't perform well. I'm like, where are these tests? You know, you know, the one that I always think about is I don't know. I'm not going to make you say whether or not you've dipped your toes into the 50 shades of gray universe. You don't have to say it live here on camera, but (laughs) okay. (laughs) But I I've watched all the movies and I've read the book. Okay. And um, plug your ears if you don't want to hear anything about this. But there's a scene in the book where he like takes her tampon out. And it's kind of like a, it's supposed to be like a, he's like a real good guy. He doesn't care that his girl's menstruating or whatever. Like that was supposed to be like a character plus for Christian Grey. A character plus. We were supposed to fall head over heels in love with him because he- he didn't care about women having their period. And anyway, there was, they put that scene in the movie and I guess it performed horribly and people were like disgusted by it. So then they had to cut it out. And because they cut it out, they had to cut out like all this other stuff to, to make it tight. Oh, so don't know what I would have caught in the Evan Hansen movie. Could have been a, a tampon <laughs> removal. Could have been anything else. Gosh, sky's the limit. The sky's the limit, but I'll never know because I missed it, but I will be seeing it in September. Are you into Dear Evan Hansen? I fall into the camp of when I listen to a playlist of music that is Broadway musical songs. I always like the songs from Dear Evan Hansen, but as far as knowing the plot line, I was totally clueless until the trailer came out. There were so many tweets about that and people being like, so this movie's not about a kid coming out and being gay. Like people are like, <laughs> I've been listening to Waving Through a Window for the last four years thinking that it was about a kid like coming out, but it's not. 
<laughs> That's really valid. Because oh, yes. I was trying to explain the plot to my husband and he was like, this is the most effed up story like, or screwed up story. He would never say effed up. Alex Hart would never, not, not even the fake version of it. Um, this is the most screwed up story I've ever heard. Yeah, I kind of, if it was a coming out story, I'd be like, yeah, sign me up. But this story has some major bummer elements to it, for sure. It, the whole thing is definitely a big bummer, but I'm very yeah. excited to see it and I will be there. Maybe I'll wear my glasses so I can't, you know, like cry out my contacts. Yeah, probably not, though, because we'll probably still be wearing masks at that point. And yeah. I have not figured out the mask glasses situation. That is really tricky. And you know what? You're going to have a tricky time because you need to redeem your, your popcorn when you go. Yeah. So and you'll you'll be busy. Yeah. I, like the mask is coming on and off, on and off, on and off. <laughs> yep. Popcorn, <laughs> mask, drink of root beer. Back up. Um. Anyway, excited for Dear Evan Hansen. And mm-hmm. we also are finally getting West Side Story, which... I'm very intrigued by because number one, like West Side Story is one of my favorite musicals. I can't wait for it. Very intrigued and curious to see what they're going to do with Ansel Elgort because they've edited edited him out of all the trailers at this point. Wait, really? I didn't know that. There's, like in the latest trailer, he's in it for like a second. No way. But you kind of can't hide the fact that he's a star of the musical. Yeah. Yep. And oh, interesting. And people are really loving this Rachel Ziegler girl who yeah. like they're really like touting her as like the star and like they want her to be nominated for an Oscar and all this stuff. She really can't do that without Ansel Elgort, like not like diminishing her her talents, but just like awards campaign wise. Really hard to do that without like piggybacking off your co-star, like not piggybacking, but, you know, like. Both of you guys being campaigned together. It's going right. to be very hard to campaign her and make everybody forget about Ansel Elgort because and you will... can't, you can't take Ansel Elgort out as much as you can take a tampon scene out. Yeah. I'm sure they've he... thought about it. Can we cut him like a tampon? You cannot. You cannot. I really honestly wonder if they considered reshoots like throughout like the COVID year since they got to push it, mm-hmm. but like you can't, you, yeah, it would just be starting over. Yeah. You can't cut him. So I'm very curious to see what the rollout of the movie is going to be. If, yeah. Like, if they've cut him out of the trailer, I'm assuming that they won't let him do any kind of, like, press tour. Yep. I don't know. His, well, that's fascinating to think about. Yeah, his girlfriend has, like, stuck with him the whole time, I think. So I don't know. Maybe they'll, like, double down on that. Or maybe he'll, like, get married and, like, try to played that way i don't know he, he, he's gonna need some good pr yes don't we all but don't especially especially ansel elgort anyway and then last um i mean there's many more that are on my radar but don't worry darling is allegedly <gasps> that's, the one, that's the one i wanted to talk about allegedly mm-hmm. coming out in 2021 but we haven't seen a trailer haven't seen anything yet Right. Where is it? All I know is the main cast. And honestly, if a trailer never came out, I would still see it because of the cast. I thought that it was supposed to be like a nice, like charming movie. But then I just uh-huh. read that it was like a thriller. Wait, no. Is it? Ah, I can't see a thriller. I don't got the. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think. Um, 
Like, I don't think like a like a scary movie. But but a little bit scary movie. American psychological thriller film. Oh, that's not my. I thought it was just supposed to be like I was picturing something like uh, Revolutionary Road. Right. Don't worry. Don't wait. What's it called? Don't don't worry. Don't worry, darling. Um, okay, wait, IMDb is now saying 2022. Oh, you're right. Man, do you think they're already done filming it? They have to be. They've, they've been hanging out in the Italian coast. The director has been MIA. True. Okay, wait, the IMDb one sentence summary, a 1950s housewife living with her husband in a utopian experimental community begins to worry that his glamorous company may be hiding disturbing secrets. This does sound spooky to me. And it sounds like um, Pleasantville or Stepford Wives. I was going to say Stepford Wives. Yep, 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 yep. I don't know. Oh, I, I'm just every day getting more and more sour on Olivia Wilde, I think. Just watching how sad Jason Sudeikis is with all like the the press tour for Ted Lasso. Yeah. And, just, yeah. Uh, uh, and I didn't love Booksmart. I don't know if, if you saw it. I did not see that one. Didn't love it. I really love Beanie Feldstein. Uh-huh. But I don't know. I'm just getting a weird... Weird read. Oh, Nick Kroll is in this movie. There's got to be a comedic Gosh. element. As, is is there any movie left that he's not in? Let's be real. All I want him to be is in a relationship with uh, Amy Poehler again. Right. Dita Von Teese is in this movie. Everyone's in this movie. The one that the the curveball went to me is uh, Gemma. Is it Gemma? Gemma? Gemma Chan? Chan? Yeah. Because um, she is... I mean, you try to decide who in this cast is the most beautiful and you actually can't. I think Gemma Chan is definitely like one of the most beautiful people in the world. She absolutely is. And yeah. gosh, I mean, you look on IMDb and they put Gemma Chan right next to Harry Styles and it's like blinded by the beauty. Oh, gosh. And, and Chris Pine is on her other side. Whew, and this guy, um, I'm going to butcher his name. I'm so sorry. Asif Ali, Ali, who plays Peter. He was in WandaVision and he made like so many funny TikToks while he was on WandaVision. Oh, did he really? So I'm supporting him. He was. Oh, fun. Like people would ask him WandaVision questions and then he would just talk about how like he would lose his whole life if he ever like betrayed Marvel and broke his contract. (laughs) But like, and you would think that the joke would go old, but each time it's very funny. (laughs) Anyway, are there any movies that I'm talking that I didn't talk about that you're so excited for? Oh, I can't think of any. You're not I, waiting in line for James Bond. I'm not. No, the only this the only thing on my radar is that I just I haven't seen Black Widow yet, and I'm going to see it this week. Um, I'm not a Marvel person, but I am a Florence Pugh, Scarlett Johansson person. I think I need to see Black Widow. I mean, I'm just now very into the Marvel universe. Like I've now joined it, but I need to see Black Widow because of the. Don't say that. It was real. It was real to me. TikTok yes. audio. It's my favorite. It was real to me. I feel like any new media I need to consume as quickly as possible because if it becomes a TikTok sound bit before I've seen it, you it's stuck in your brain as mm. a TikTok sound. Um, and I struggle with that. 
I really do. And um, first of all, yes, I do agree. And I forgot that Deep Water, it doesn't have a new release date. Oh, Deep? it got put. Okay, got pushed to January 14th. This was a movie where Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas met. Okay. Oh, um, oh, really? And the plot to this sounds really good. It's a erotic thriller. Oh, but it's goodness. a well-to-do husband allows his wife to have affairs in order to avoid a divorce. Um, but then he becomes a prime suspect in the disappearance of her lovers. Ooh, okay. So I'm intrigued. They have my attention. They had my curiosity. And now they have my attention. It sounds good. I would watch that. Yes. Yep, I would watch. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be a really cheesy transition and I'm going to hate myself the second that I finish it. But you want to know what I wish I didn't watch? The story <laughs> where Bert Alamode said, do you guys want to know my love story? And then she posted her blog post. A couple episodes ago, I said... I first referred to her, I said that from now on, we'd be referring to her as Shabird Schmalish Mode because I felt bad talking about her. It was the same episode that I went over all the Britney stuff. And then I was yeah. like, no, I'm going to have an, a segment talking about how crazy Bird Alamode Mode is. And that just, <laughs> it didn't sit well. I was like, okay, I'm talking about one mentally ill person or right. suffered with mental, mental illness. Now look where she is, Britney Spears. Everything right. went bad. Mm-hmm. And then I was just going to go hop over like in my next segment, let's make fun of this woman who's being manipulated by a psychopath. And clearly- it's true. Honestly, if there's any reason to use a code name for her, it's that I think her cr- husband's crazy eyes could find this podcast, find your address. And one day you're going to wake up and his crazy eyes are going to be outside your window. I mean, they do frequent Las Vegas a little too often for my uh, for my taste. True. I think I think that somehow in Las Vegas, that's where they found the raccoon from a couple months ago. Was it really? They oh, were no. they were in Las Vegas, and it was like a month ago. But I'm pretty yeah. sure it was in Vegas where they found the raccoon. Anyway, I'm sure she's a great <laughs> yeah. girl. I'm sure she. And, uh, and I'm was- only we're only talking about this because this is a public blog that she put out. Right. And her husband also made a, a partnering blog post. Yes. They wanted us to know this information. They, the information has been freely given to us. Yep. And it's actually that that post has been up for a while. Like it's been up since 2016. Yeah. And so this is this is like a you know, this is what's the what's the thing called when uh, it goes to the public domain after an artist has been dead so many years and eminent blog domain. Year. This whatever. is eminent domain in yeah. blog in blog years. Yes. And she recently reposted it. She's fine with people knowing this. Yep. And I mean. You know that she wants the followers. I I've mentioned this before. I work in social media. I. Engagement rates are kind of my, my, uh, engagement rates for people take up too much brain space in my mind. And Uh I could, the only kind of quick math I can do is looking at something and immediately realizing that their following is fake. I would estimate that her following is about 80% fake, 80% bot. My, my question has also been how much of it is fake and how much of it is hate follow, you know? And then I think probably a remaining 15% 15% is people watching going, what the heck is this? Yeah. And then 5% truly being like, you go girl. Yes. I hope I, that I'm you wrong. Can, 
I hope you can that- see it a bit when she does sometimes uh, like an Insta poll or something along the lines of like, is this a good idea? Yes or no. And it's overwhelmingly no, Shannon, this is not a good idea. And that's not something a you go girl would say. It's it, she, most of the people there are, are there to make sure her babies stay safe. And I really think that like the husband is managing all of it. That's been my, oh. okay. Well, because I had this crazy theory a while mm-hmm. ago and I mean, who's the loser here? It's definitely me. <laughs> the, the loser here is definitely me. It's you tied with raccoon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's very clear. It's like, I'm like dissecting Brittany Instagram posts. There are posts where it's very clear that she's writing it or he's writing it. There is mm. captions that are very different punctuation That's styles, true. writing style. And it's been that way for a long time. And when there's ones that are like a little bit more official, I'm assuming that's like the husband. And also the mm. captions change often. I think oh. that Dallin is running a lot of this, but. I know it's Shannon if there is a mid-sentence exclamation mark followed by a continuing sentence. Yes. And like that's some kind that. of like snowman emoji thrown in there. <laughs> exactly. Yes. That's a really interesting theory. I... So I know that he's like the one running this whole, like, let's, let's get you successful on the internet thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can Cause see also it. she doesn't do that much sponsored content. Nor and does she really she do. Does, I'm so, so much. I'm so baffled when she has sponsored content. Well, like how the sponsored how? content are the companies that don't look at engagement rates. Like, oh. like it's easy. Like, I mean, I could go buy, 40,000 followers and make a little bit of money. Right. Selling crap. Anybody could. But like any company like where you're going to make good like affiliate money on top of your commissionable money. Yeah. Is it's not it's not going to be what she's getting. Anyway, yeah. they made a blog post about their love story. Mm-hmm. And somebody in our Facebook group, dang it, I'm going to go look and find who said it because it made me crack up. Somebody said was- Every paragraph, there's something to unpack here. And that is the truth. Yep. It was uh, Sarah Walsh. Sarah Walsh said it. Every single paragraph, there's something to dissect. Yes. And for me, if I make a pros and cons list of their story in my head, the pro is that they actually dated for a year or more until he proposed. And by by their standards and the standards of the Utah culture that they live in, that's actually very remarkable to me. I 100% would guess that they had a really fast timeline. So that goes in the pro category. And then the con category is every <laughs> paragraph one. We're not going to do all these, but just some alarming ones. Yep. Let's get to it. My side dot, dot, dot. I have to say that the man I dated is different than the man I married. You cared about so many other women. I never thought you would or could fall in love with me. Sometimes I felt like I was on the TV show, The Bachelor, because you would come and pick me up on dates. And to my surprise, you're in your car. There'd be at least three other women. <laughs> These girls were in, were in their mid twenties and I was 19 who were joining the date as well. If it sounds like I'm reading this oddly, it's because I'm following the punctuation <laughs> cues. I'm following the punctuation cues. Yes. And then I'm like getting surprised by the fact that there's a period at the end of the sentence <laughs> when I think that there's not supposed to be. This happened multiple times. It was always these big group dates, i.e. three to four women, one Dallin. 
On the fourth day, I was done with it. No matter how elaborate the date was, I put an end to it. Four days. What, what group dates? Were, was he taking all these girls to Trafalgar? I bet you he was. I bet you he was saying, I have my passable passes. This is another deep Utah thing. I'm so sorry. But like, <laughs> no, I have. He was, he was at the water park, I bet. Yeah, he was definitely. He definitely peed in the wave pool, <laughs> surrounded by three 20, mid 20s and one 19 year old woman. One 19. And it, it's not mentioned in that paragraph, but worth mentioning to everyone that he in the story is 30. <laughs> yes. yes. So let's just put that out there. I wasn't um, going to go to a concert to sit on my own blanket and watch you bounce around from blanket to blanket and girl to girl. I mean, I'm glad that you put an end to it. Yes. Good honor. Yep. I remember I cried over you thinking I would never be good enough for you and that I would never get a one-on-one. This is where the first part's heartbreaking. I'm, oh, this is like you're putting yourself in this dating show fantasy, but it's it's not a dating show. This is just him being bad (laughs) and that's why i love watching the bachelor i seriously can relate in a way it took me leaving not calling not responding back to text messages for him to wake up he later told me that the thought of him losing me forever is what woke him up and it made him change his ways and finally after 31 years to go after that sorry after 31 years to go after what i what he wanted again there's a a comment there yeah Commas are confusing. You got it, though. Thank you. Um, After this, it was game on. He started spoiling me like crazy. It was actually a little embarrassing. Girls tried to get in the way. There was always a call me note with a phone number on his windshield wipers when he would leave, when we would leave restaurants, etc. That's that's not etc. right there. Um, But also, (laughs) it's restaurants. Just worth yeah, sorry. i'm sorry Rest- restaurants restaurants um, but soon we came became inseparable inseparable no matter how many lipstick kiss marks kiss marks kiss- <laughs> they left him i did you meet your husband in provo we met in rexburg which is just like the more vanilla version of provo okay we can relate to the dating world being a minefield. We Absolutely. can relate to it. I'm, I need you all to understand here. I'm trying to give this woman every ounce of the benefit of the doubt. I am not here to bully this woman. But the blog, post, the blog post is on the internet. <laughs> and she did want people to see it. <laughs> the first just, time he flew me out to New, to New Jersey over Christmas, I thought he was going to propose to me at the airport. That didn't happen. We got to his parents' house. It was super late. We made out on the pool table. She needed really to throw that in there. We made out it on was the an pool important. table. He gave me some Christmas gifts from both him and his mom. Still no ring. We got in our suits, hopped on the deck hot, deck hot tub, which is right outside his parents' room. I decided to bring up the DTR to define the relationship. It had been, been over six months since the last one. And then she asked him to like, right on a scale where they saw the relationship. Yeah. And like number one being casual, number four being like public Facebook status change. Number 10 was like married yesterday. Eight is like engaged. Yep. And he said four, which means he's willing to change his Facebook status for her. She said six to seven, which means talking about engagement and ring shopping. Ring they, shopping. Hadn't, they hadn't said, I love you yet at this point. Oh my gosh. But they have 
made out on the pool table, which isn't on this scale. Yes. Um, the the timeline of I'm I'm so glad they dated for a year, but it's so wild that it was six months in that we're talking Facebook status change, and he hadn't said I love you. Mm-hmm. Was the I love you at six months or was it at a year? I'm reading ahead. I it happened on Christmas Day. So around then she wrote love Shannon and then he said I love you too after that. But that did happen after the DTR. Anyway, I th- wait, no, I think it says six months later. Six months later on your birthday, I snuck through. Oh the my goodness, you're right. So wait, was that oh, that so that was a year? That was a year when with the snuck through your window and said, I love you. I've turned off my camera because I thought that it would just stare at myself the whole time, but now I'm going to turn it back on. So Emily can see me, (laughs) can see my jaw on the floor because I'm, I'm unwell. I'm unwell. Oh my goodness. Okay. We won't go over everything. The blog post is on here. It gets more and more problematic as as it goes on. The age difference. Yes. His yep. version and of the, events. His version has like, he's like, I always, what is it? He doesn't phrase it as play games. I always like have tests for my girls. The elevator test. Um, and it just feels really yucky. Oh, and he was like, I took on a bunch of stuff that girls should never do. Snowboarding. Yeah. <laughs> skiing. <laughs> On an ATV or something. And to to just put a little bow on this whole thing, at the end of the blog post, she puts the YouTube video for the Nelly Furtado song, I'm Like a Bird. Oh my gosh. No, I didn't notice that. That's that's what that's what uh you know closes this whole thing out. It's a oh. I'm like a bird. I only fly away. I'm so glad they have the the bird pun for their life. It, I it's a good it's a good part of it for me. I mean, it's definitely better than it being. I mean, some kind of brand cohe- cohesiveness that they could always tie things back to. At least makes things seem a little organized. So yes, I too am grateful that they at least have the bird. The bird, the bird. The thing about the proposal was that she talked about like she didn't sleep the night before because she was crying because like their relationship was in a confusing place. Um, And then the whole way to the boardwalk, we didn't talk much. Still so weird while we were walking on the boardwalk, which I thought would be my last time ever walking on it. I tried grabbing Dallin's hand to walk as to hold as we walk he rejected and walked quickly in front of me then turned around dropped to his knee and pulled out a ring and like i get that there was like a good surprise at the end but like if the thing that happened right before i got proposed to was like this really weird moody boardwalk where it's like we're feeling weirdsies and then he rejects my handhold i would need a little recovery time I would, I would be, a, like, really sad. I want to know what his parents' take of this whole thing is. Because we know that his dad has been very close to the situation. After Christmas, when she kind of had her, like, self-admitted, like, mental hardship. Yeah. he Like, her dad came in and was like, here's here's what needs to happen here. Like, her, his yes. dad tried to, like, bring some structure in and, like. Yeah. He, he does or did 
their laundry he made like, like a list for like Shannon's success or something and then she yes. shared it he he initiated marriage counseling for them I don't know if they ever went but she talked about like oh he wants us to go to counseling and does he live in their basement permanently I think he lives in some giant house in Alpine or somewhere around there I think that they're very very well off that's Gosh. that's the vibe I've gotten so far because also like what does Dallin do for work? What does he do? They for seem work? to have a lot of money, which good on yeah. them. That's yeah. great. But did you see forever ago? There was she posted an Insta story how she like used to be friends with all the influencers who've like really made it big and like have generally a positive vibe, like, like Rachel Parcell. Yeah, and it's just like you would you would never hear Rachel Parcell in a million years say like oh yeah I used to know I used to know her but Shannon brought it up and I thought I I thought that was very interesting I am surprised that she doesn't bring up that connection more I agree yeah I agree but anyway yeah they are they they I have lots of concerns but I can't look away I can't look away. She does have some very cute kids. I'm she rooting does. for her. I'm rooting an amazing for body. She's got an oh my gosh, an amazing bod. Good, She's good on gorgeous. you, Shannon. Very beautiful woman. She has she has the nose that people take in pictures of when they get nose jobs, and yes. I don't say that. because I don't. I really don't think she's had plastic surgery. I think she's just very beautiful. Yeah, I think that she's had her boobs done. Yes. Admittedly, yeah, like she, oh, she yes, some yes. kind of some kind of issue with her implants, I think. And again, I must emphasize, I'm the loser here because I know all these things. <laughs> it's true. I, I am I I recognize that, but we yep. just have to it has to be said. Anyway, yep. Emily, before we leave, is there anything that you have to talk about? Oh man. Oh, I, I put know in you our all- notes that we were gonna talk about Ben and Jen. Oh, right. But is there really much to say at this point? This The Instagram post was surprising. But yeah. Alas, here we are. Alas, here we are. I can't think of the topic that I always gravitate to. You already did a recent episode about, which is the Hawaii influencers. Wait, um, but there was that's that's that, whole new, that whole yes. new chapter to it. Okay, yes, I guess. Yes. Let's do a I quick, guess we're here. Here we a are. quick two minutes about this. The guy that made such an amazing story about this like he made an instagram live or something he had to go on private because he was getting too much hate and Mm. it sucks because he so perfectly like summed up the whole situation he brought this whole other element to the hawaii influencers which like makes their situation even more messed up the hawaii influencers are not only like taking advantage of the system. So they're living in Hawaii and student subsidized housing. Yep. And they're getting like a lot of their tuition paid for if they get good grades, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And they're living there. They're drawing out their degrees so they can continue to live in this housing. So like they're doing a semester, then their husband's doing a semester and like vice versa. Right. So that is a little crummy just because they're making more than a million a year. I, I could confidently say they're making more than a million dollars a year, all of them. And wow. any of them that has over 150K followers, 
probably making over 500,000 a year. But they're living in this cheap subsidized housing. And then what sucks is all these people that come in from different islands to come go to BYU, Idaho, or BYU, Hawaii, mm-hmm. they have to sign this contract saying like, yes, if they do well in school, then they get their tuition paid for. But if they stay in Hawaii, like a day past their graduation date, basically, they have to pay that tuition money back. Like if they decide Yikes. to stay in Hawaii. Yeah. But yet these like white influencers who are like making their whole brand about like island living in Hawaii, which is like just very unrealistic. And again, I don't put influencers on like the, they're being unrealistic, whatever. Like I don't hold them accountable for other people's expectations. I really don't, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they're doing this. Like we, we're just living the Hawaii life and stuff, but like they're living in cheap housing that other people can't get. And then other, other people from like different islands are going to BYU, Hawaii. They're working their tails off. And they don't get to stay, but these Hawaiian influencers get to stay indefinitely yep. because they're American citizens. Yep. And they're also making a buttload of money and they're just taking advantage of the system. Yep. They suck. It sucks. And they're all have they're on baby number two. Yeah. Like they're all on the same uh life trajectory. They've all just had their second baby which means like all their numbers are up, engagement is high. And I just, I am so fascinated by them. I worry about their tans. I want them to take a break. I need I to go in the shade. I need to be able to tell the difference between their husbands. I truly <laughs> can't. I truly cannot. And again, I have to say, I'm horrible, but a thrill still goes through me. When I looked at the birth announcements, I was like, yep. They're really boys. They really had boys. <laughs> bummer. Bummer for them. Bummer for them. Hard but on the views. Hard on the follows. They're not getting those Courtney Jean swimsuits. They're not getting, they're not getting anything from Allison Ames. Yep. Nope. No mommy and me robe swaddle sets. No, no Lulu and co um, bows. And then, oh, qu- quickest, tiniest tangent is the type of Instagram account that truly makes my blood boil is how if you have like three daughters or more you can like get such a big following by just dressing them all the same and lining them up against a beige wall and you as the mom are also dressed in that same outfit and you each hold up a sign with your age blows up every time a sign so I'm glad or a letterboard or yes letterboard preferable um I'm only so I'm one daughter away have- from doing it Oh my gosh. If I get pregnant again, then like my heart can break, but (laughs) I might need to do it for the engagement. For the numbers, for sure. Start getting your letter boards ready. Um, I'm ready for it. And like any good influencer son, your little boy can just go by the sidelines. He does not matter. Just do your thing. Go play soccer. I just need one annual birthday post for him. Exactly. And he's, it can, a, he's a little camera shy around here. <laughs> I, I've been respecting his privacy. He never gets a party because you're always on vacation during his birthday. So, yeah. I mean, ba- it balances. Yeah. Oh, he was, he loved the hotel breakfast. We celebrated. <laughs> and, the, and then my husband and I went out for a date night. It was so fun. <laughs> he, <laughs> you love the code words that 
mean that he's a, a, a lot more of a handful than the daughters were like mm-hmm. love my love my little wild tiger he tries my patience like no other but he's st- <laughs> but he warms my heart just the same or something exactly. i love leo everybody yep. i love myself <laughs> i love buddy he's such a good baby um anyway <laughs> emily before cps gets called on me for child engagement or in, engagement endangerment endangerment engagement <laughs> yeah. that's a new tagline i'm gonna <laughs> coin right now endangerment engagement Perfect. Perfect. engagement endangerment that that sounds better engagement endangerment. yes there you go maybe we could get harry styles to be in the movie uh and called called this um hopefully florence as well is willing i mean i just hope that florence Pugh is in every movie so whether it's my movie anybody else's movie let's bring florence Pugh around all the time if we cross our fingers hard enough i think we could get florence Pugh with adam driver circle back has that not happened yet i don't think so right i mean i'm gonna need to do some searching they they must have something on the docket have to look famous if we could get her away from zach braff oh gosh but anywhere else yes i mean if we're talking maybe her type is men who are not classically handsome let's just do a little switcheroo give her adam i mean he is very happily married with children oh shoot but i can't i just when i think of him all i think about his relationship with the horse i forget he has a real human wife Lawrence Pugh is the only person I think that could compete with that beautiful horse. Yes. Yeah. 100% agree. Like running wise and aesthetics wise. Anyway, Emily, where can everybody follow you on the internet? Just kidding. Um, I already know. Emily Susan, <laughs> Emily Susan, Emily Susan Kim underscore photography. Or just Emily, photo. Just photo. Just photo. I'm just embarrassing photo. myself. Just, <laughs> just photo. Emily Susan Kim underscore photo. She is an amazing photographer. I have tried to logistically plan how I could travel up to her so she could like take my family photos at some point. Uh, I don't think that that's in the cards because she lives in the faraway state from me. Yes, it's true. I do have a a minivan now, so I might need to take it for a ride. Absolutely. We have have trees up here. We have, I mean, I was going to say snow. We don't have snow right now, but if you're ever craving some snow, this is the place will do and she does have like a very helpful blog post and instagram stuff about how to like take your own family photos and her yeah. really really beautiful so everybody should go give her a follow and just on her regular account are you trying to get clout on there too emily susan kim sure let's let's yes. spread the love <laughs> i so many people listen to this so get ready perfect get, get I, ready for some success man. I'm going to get those, those sponsorship deals and I'm going to have letterboards. You're going to be so mad, but I'm going to have so many letterboards. I, I can't wait to see your photos next to a beige wall. <laughs> Emily, thank you so much sure. for joining us today. Thank you. This was really fun and it checked off something on my bucket list. So. And she said this was yeah. on her bucket list and now I said that she could die. She could die tomorrow. I can die. So if you don't hear from me tomorrow, it's that that is why. Yes. All right. Good. <laughs> Hello. Okay. So now it's just me. It's just me. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry that I had to let Emily go. Not only can I do this, can I only do this segment alone by myself. Um, I had a babysitter earlier when Emily and I were talking to, you know, watch my children that can't uh, watch, watch themselves. Anyway, and the babysitter had to leave. So at the end of our segment, if it seemed like I was like rushing a little bit because of the, the babysitter situation but anyway 
alas, I must do this part by myself because last week I was in Disneyland. I'm still reeling. I'm still I'm still living on the high. Um, and I think I've gotten like a little bit of my energy back, but I was very exhausted for a couple of days, embarrassingly so. But last week there was no new episode because I was at Disney. And I I got a lot of questions. A lot of you guys have been asking me. I did legitimately get a lot of questions about Disneyland and what it was like right now and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. Um, so I thought that I would address that here on this podcast. So this is a cut part of uh, I just want to chat where you can turn it off if you're not a Disney person. Um, but also if you're not a Disney person. I don't know. I don't know. You have some stuff that you need to figure out because it's it's a great time. But I just wanted to talk about a couple unhinged things that I witnessed at Disneyland. Um, And then we'll get into like the COVID of it all in a little bit. But let me set the scene. I was there last week. Very effing hot. Extremely hot. I live in Las Vegas. It's very hot here. It's a different beast down there because humidity was uh, introduced to the situation It was very hot and humid and it was like stifling. Like there were times where we were in line and I was like, this is actual hell. This is hell in the happiest place on earth. It was, um, I almost compared it to that show, The Good Place, but like I've never really watched The Good Place, but I am familiar with the premise, you know? So maybe it was like The Good Place where they like were actually in the bad place. Anyway, that was a bad analogy, but it was very freaking hot. And I was there when we were there, they announced that in like two days they were going to be requiring masks, but they weren't requiring masks while I was there. But there were still a lot of people in masks, but I was vaccinated. And at that point, it seemed like a good call to not wear my mask. The The data had not come out yet. Anyway, um, another tangent. But so that was the scene. Very hot, very humid. And the things that I witnessed at Disney were very unhinged. There were very questionable moves by people, strangers. Luckily, I didn't know any of them, except for one one of these I can witness. This did happen in my group. I went with like an extended family group. Um, and that would be people eating seasonally inappropriate foods. I saw too many people walking around this hot, sticky, messy climate eating warm corn which is always I mean I'm I almost said I'm afraid of corn which is true I'm afraid of corn unless it's like popped and like drenched in butter at a movie theater but I don't like corn anyway but I was watching people including one person in our family group eat corn on the cob covered in mayonnaise in the heat disgusting actual actually disgusting and then like turkey legs gross i saw people walking around like eating like the chicken from the poultry palace um disgusting what about being outdoors in the hot sticky heat makes you feel like eating warm corn while you walk around like like what about that sounds appetizing nothing and i mean did I walk around eating a warm churro multiple times? Yes. Yes, I did. Did I grab a warm Mickey pretzel? Of course I did. Did I grab beignets? 
on my last day. Yes. Yes, I did. But it's different. It's different. It's different when it's like a warm dough versus a warm meat or a warm, like, I don't even want to say it out loud, but warm mayonnaise covered corn situation. Literally disgusting. Electric chair. Cannot. It was unhinged. It was unhinged. Um, And then the fashion choices that I saw. I don't know what's more disturbing. Like, I think, I think I know the answer, but I can't confidently say. I saw multiple people wearing heels, wearing wedges. Sometimes, not sometimes, one person was wearing, like, stilettos walking around Disneyland. That's not okay. I honestly think that they should have stopped them at the gate and been like, hmm, you're going to break your ankle or, like, the balls of your feet or just you know, break yourself mentally by wearing those all day long. That is a hazard. And it was definitely one of the most unhinged things I saw while I was there. There was this point where we were in line and it was like a slow moving line. So like you would like move a little bit and then like it would just kind of abruptly stop. And the person in front of us was wearing wedges. And she would stop and then she would like hobble each time. Like she wasn't even like a seasoned wedge wearer, wearer. And I don't get it. I don't get it. I wore my most suburban mom sneakers that I have. I have like these pair of Reeboks that do nothing for me aesthetically. Absolutely nothing looks wise. But did they get me through Disney? Just barely. Just barely. And if I could only claim that I just barely made it physically through Disney wearing my suburban mom Reeboks... I I bet you this woman is still physically recovering with an ice pack on her feet today. If she did more than three hours in Disneyland, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. I don't get it. Another thing, jeans. Jeans. Um, I did see people wearing jeans. And again, mentioned this before, it was very hot. And I didn't understand it. And I also saw people wearing the spirit jerseys. And I get it a little bit. Like, you want to wear... Your expensive Disney merch because, you know, they have like those $70 spirit jersey shirts. I get it. I do. But. Why why long sleeves? Why long sleeves? And why jeans? Even people that were wearing tights, which is another thing that I want to. Here's what your Disneyland fashion should be. Seasonally appropriate bottoms. That are comfortable, that like you don't have to think about all day. Some kind of breezy, easy top, comfortable footwear. And definitely, definitely not red lipstick, which I had seen multiple times. And I don't know if I mentioned this before, it was very hot. It was very hot and sweaty and gross. My eyebrows, like after like three hours, were just full. Of like, I mean, I'm not going to describe it to you, but uh, I was a sweaty mess. I was a sweaty mess. My eyebrows were like down to my eyelids because, you know, I like I paint them on every day. I don't have that that fancy microbladed look. Um, And I can't imagine what the red lipstick looked like. Maybe they were a lip sense boss babe and they had like a good 
a good all day 12 hour wear going on but i i can't imagine anything being able to withstand the elements that that well and yeah all in all great trip but was left with a couple disturbing you know things to think about and just side note answering some of the disney questions that i got is Disney during COVID worth it? Again, I have to say I was there before the mask mandate came back out. Definitely worth it. I mean, like you're still at Disneyland and a lot of the things is very funny what they decided to, you know, proclaim as COVID friendly and COVID not friendly. Like you have to park in the parking garage, which is like about a mile away from the gates. Maybe not exactly a mile, but it's very far. And they say, oh, because of COVID, we can't have any shuttles. But yet, like, you could, like, stand, like, shoulder to shoulder with people in line. It's probably because, like, they have no employees. But anyway, there were, like, little things here and there. Like, no, like, real character meet and greets. There were characters, like, throughout the park that you can kind of talk to. But just wasn't, like, the same experience. My kids, like, wouldn't post for any pictures with these people, like, when they were far away from them. Like, I think that, like, my kids felt kind of, like, disconnected from it. So if, like, characters are a priority to you save your money until Disneyland becomes like a little bit more normal. Um, we did the web slingers ride, which my professional recommendation is to never wait more than 10 minutes for it. We had a boarding group because every morning, like you have to go on the app and like grab your boarding group really fast, et cetera, et cetera. And we did that, but yet our boarding group, like we still had to wait like an hour in line. And it was like a very hot line. And the ride is just dumb. Like, I don't know why they spent time, money, energy on it. I know that Guardians of the Galaxy obviously, like, is part of Avengers Campus, but I can't believe that they didn't open up the park. Like, that they didn't open up that part of the park with a ride ride. Like, why not just make the Spider-Man ride a real ride instead of, like, a virtual reality thing? It was dumb. Don't wait more than 10 minutes. If it if it's like a walk-on situation, go hang out. Go hang out in the AC. Shoot your little webs around. But it was not worth it. Um, any other Disney takeaways? Don't try to sneak your daughter, who is 36 inches tall, onto rides where she needs to be 40 inches tall. I would say that that's probably a bad, a bad call. Um, no matter how much you stuff her, uh, clown shoes with, we got her these like special filas and she's 37 inches. I shouldn't have said 36. She's just about 37 inches. We got her these fila shoes that added like two inches of height. And then I, you know, was dishonest. And then I like took these old flip flops that my son wasn't going to wear anymore, cut them up and then like made the little like wedges underneath the like underneath her feet to go in between the feet and the shoe. And we got kicked off Rise of the Resistance like halfway through. That was not a good time nor a good call by me. So I would say if your daughter is or your child is short, maybe just let them be short. Learn from my uh, experience. It would have been better if I managed expectations the other way and was, you know, an honest, an honest person. But alas, I am not. And I have also been finding myself saying alas way more often from uh, because of Bo Burnham. So that's the that's the final thought that I'll leave you guys with. I'm still listening to the inside Bo Burnham soundtrack all the time. 
Um, anyway, everybody, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm sorry that you just had to sit through 12 minutes and 40 seconds of me rambling about Disneyland, but I hope that you all got something out of it. And again, thank you so much to Emily Susan Kim for coming on and joining us today. She is such a delight. I was so excited. Um, and if you want to follow us on Instagram, please do. I definitely plugged it enough this episode. So follow us at, at I Just Want to Chat Podcast. And you can join our Facebook group as well, which is so much fun. The Facebook group is just I Just Want to Chat. Search it. Add yourself to it. I'll let you in. We'll have so much fun together. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. And we will be back next week. Come hell or high water, there will be an episode next week. I'm taking this seriously. Gosh dang it. Have a great week.